Training part six. Whatever promises the word of God offers, whatever righteousness we lay claim to, whatever hope we have of offering peace to the world and whatever faith brings about in our lives, all of it stems from the fact that we have been brought from death to life in Jesus Christ. The Christian has a unique place in all of all of the world religions in that our Savior came down from heaven, became one of us, died for us, and then rose from the dead. The whole summation of what we ascribe to our lives as believers rests in the finished work of Jesus on the cross. Without that fact, we are no different than anyone else. Our words of affirmation, our decisions to do right, the commitment to offer peace, or our faith would be attached to nothing more than inspirational speeches wrapped in human ability. Jesus empowers our lives with the certainty that there is more to the world than what we see. He is the change engine of creation. He was the living word God used to bring about what we experience into being. Therefore, the power we need to stand in the moments we face are generated and sustained by the word made flesh. He is our very life. As I've said in the other podcast, this episode is an extension of what I heard in a class I took about six weeks ago where the instructor said, you will always default to your level of training. From that expression, I thought about the Christian soldier. Many people will never live a victorious life because they neglect the weapons we have been given by God to do battle against the enemy. Out of that thought, I hoped to unpack Ephesians chapter 6 verses 14 through 18. Now, in our first installment, we dealt with our lives being wrapped in the truth of God's word. From there, we attached a commitment to live righteously from the righteousness of God that has been bestowed on us in Christ Jesus, which causes us to be ready to offer the gospel of peace to the world. And while these items are supremely important, they are nothing without faith. Because faith is the mechanism that holds it all together. Through faith, we come to know Jesus. Now, our faith has an access point and a power source, which enables what we do. Listen, if you will, to the A portion of verse 17 of Ephesians chapter 6. And take the helmet of salvation. The salvation we have come to is built in the person of Jesus Christ. Out of his person and personality, we are given the tools we need to navigate the world. Salvation is a life without boundaries or limitation. It means living in freedom. Let me explain why your salvation is so critical. Listen, you can't operate in the power of God's word if you don't have salvation on your side. The blessings that are attributed to humanity flow from a covenant agreement between God and his creation. That creation uh, broke the trust, uh, and before you know it, they done sinned. However, God did not leave them to their own devices. He promised a time when he would restore and redeem the relationship through the seed of a woman. Galatians chapter 4 verses 4 and 5 say, But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law that we may receive the adoption as sons. If we listen carefully, we can hear the overtones of Genesis chapter 315 when it says, And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head and you shall, bru shall bruise his heel. Humanity rested under the curse of our own sin without the salvation offered by God through Jesus Christ. 
Jesus changed everything. Now, Jesus is the helmet of salvation we wear. And while what he has or does or gives manifests in our life every day, it all starts with what he has done in our mind and in our heart. It is from our mind and our spirit and our heart that we realize the benefit of Jesus and what it means to be saved. Without our understanding of what he has done, salvation is just another word in the dictionary. It carries no real significance. But because of Jesus and his ability to transform the cross into an expression of God's love, we know that there is nothing that can hold us down or back from a life filled with purpose and destiny. Jesus overcame the world and the schemes of Satan through his sacrificial life. This is what we put on our heads to protect our thoughts, hopes, dreams, perspectives, and understandings. We filter all that we experience through the mind that has been delivered from the power of sin. You see, a helmet protects one of the most crucial parts of the body, which is the brain. If a soldier got hit in the head during battle, the rest of the body may be moving, but it has no purpose or intention. He's kind of like a chicken with their head cut off. You see, the body's moving, but ain't nobody home. Out of the brain, we form our personhood, value system, expectations, and sense of usefulness. But without the proper function of our brains, the rest of our physical anatomy is out of sorts. But when it's running properly, our physical parts have intentionality. You see, this helmet of salvation protects our personhood when the enemy tries to convince us of something other than what God says we are. It informs our value system when we don't know exactly what to do, when we are feeling less than adequate and find ourselves losing confidence in our tomorrows. Our helmet reminds us that God knows the plans he has for us, plans to prosper us and bring us to an expected end. And just in case we're feeling like nobody wants us and that we're no good, this helmet of salvation enlightens us to the sacrifice Jesus made to secure our freedom. He didn't die for nothing and nobody. Listen, y'all, Jesus died for somebody. He died for us. Therefore, we are loved. And to be loved is to know what salvation really means. Whatever we can lay hold of, take confidence in, starts with Jesus saving our soul. To be able to operate our lives knowing that we are no longer under the curse of sin, the grave, or the punishment of hell is life-giving. Now we can live free and clear, knowing that the debt of our sin has been paid in full. This certainty wraps our mind in a blanket of promise because there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, those who do not walk after the flesh, but by the spirit. Oh, what a relief it is. Doing battle, y'all, is so much easier. When you're wrapped in the promises of God's word, standing in his righteousness and not your own, offering the gospel of peace to a confused and hurting world, knowing that you can point your shield of faith in the direction of the opposition because you are signed, sealed, and delivered into the hands of God through faith in Jesus Christ, all because we wear the helmet of salvation on our heads. Now that's the kind of headgear I'm talking about. I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Jesus. 
I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Jesus. Oh, I woke up this morning with my mind, Lord, stayed on Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm Dr. Alvin Summers, pastor of East Campus of First Baptist Church Indian Trail in Marshville, North Carolina, and you've been listening to Soul Food.